What do you mean, you people? Huh? Who are you people? Huh? You people. Huh? What do you mean, you people? Huh? Yeah. Dude, that was fucking tearing me up out here. I believe it, man. Uh, have you ever driven one of those like uh, early two thousands with the the thirty two valve North Star, the front wheel drive ones? Uh oh. I had a buddy that took one of the motors out of one of those Cadillacs and dropped it in a fucking Volkswagen Golf because it's all just a front wheel drive setup. Uh-huh. That Golf was a monster. <laughs> I bet it was. Yeah. You know they make it. They, they four wheel drive now with North Style. God damn. Cadillac is on point. Yeah, because I'm looking to get a new car probably in August or September. So what are you thinking? What's your what's your current like? What's your number one contender? The Kia Soul, because I have one of those at work. That's gross. Why I would know. you want the same car at work that you have afterwards? I love that car. It just it fits me perfectly. I like it. I mean, it's 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 not it's big enough to get to do certain things. Like, if I like needed to go buy something big, I could do it in that car, but not too big. Define buy something big. Like, if I needed to buy a futon mattress. Okay. Or something of that size, of that, you know what I'm saying? Like a fucking like a side, like a fucking nightstand or some shit. I wouldn't have a problem with it. My car right now, I would. Uh, also, uh, something that has really good Bluetooth and shit, like already built in, that I don't have to like go out and buy shit. Uh, everybody got this shit now, man. Well, I don't. I mean, I've I. Well, I, I mean, I I'm can, talking about like new car. aftermarket yeah. stereo has that shit now. Yeah, but I'm like, buying it like semi used. I'm not gonna go out and buy a brand brand new car. No, I get it, that. but like, say you buy a car that doesn't have Bluetooth for like 150 bucks, you can have a Bluetooth stereo put in. I just don't want to go through that effort of having Like, I have that technology in my 20-year-old Toyota. Oh, this is a guy whose Ford is sitting in the garage, and all it needs is a new battery, and he hasn't touched that in two weeks. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> him putting in a Bluetooth stereo system, probably not in the car. That's what I'm I'm yeah. completely capable, though. Like, yes, I'm, but that I'm requires... volunteering now. Yes, but you, come on. You're not exactly the one that I'd be like, Bear, be here at this time and get this done. As long as it doesn't interfere I got directly high and with forgot. my work day. No, I'm pretty good about shit like that. <laughs> Thank you for coming to my party, Armstrong. Oh, man, I had a blast. Thank you for having me, dog. It was fun. I was very surprised that you actually showed. Why, motherfucker? I Look, there's a lot of people said they were going to be here that didn't show. And when if people I, that said they were going to be here showed up, I'm appreciative of that. I was excited to come because I'm like, I know white parties have the propensity to turn to orgies real quick. So I was trying to push in that direction. And I only had to throw one guy out. You threw somebody out? At the end of the night. So do you remember the Sideshow Bob hair looking motherfucker that was here? Did you encounter yeah, 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 yeah. Julian? The, like, mixed dude? Yeah. Yeah. So, I guess he thought he put his hoodie on the chair that Bear's sitting on uh-huh. while we were in here. Like, I was pouring whiskey for people. And then it wasn't there, and he lost his shit. Like, started going around, popping into fucking, like, the our other housemate's room who was asleep. And just, like, goes in there looking. He's fucking bothering everybody for, like, an hour and a half. And finally, I'm down here after I tapped out. Like, I was trying to help him, and it was just like, I'm done with this. It's not here. We're not finding it. Don't worry about it. It'll turn up. Mm -hmm. Somebody stole that shit. I'm like, and I looked at him. I'm like, you're the person at this party I know the least. Mm -hmm. Nobody else that I brought invited to this party is touching your shit or anybody else's. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm confident with that. I didn't have to lock shit up. Nobody's fucking with my stuff. These are all good people. I invited good people. He was inconsolable. And I finally tapped out, and I'm down here, and finally one of my other girlfriends comes down, and she just goes, you might want to get rid of him because he's up there getting fucking lippy. 
And so I just rolled up. I didn't even address the situation. I was just like, out. Get the fuck out. And I was, Michael's up there. I'm like, you talk shit at my girl? He's like, I would never. He's like, I'm talking shit at this guy who's Alex. I was like, oh, so my best friend of 30 years. You're not winning this argument, dude. Get the fuck out. The next morning I wake up. What is a liter? As I'm picking up the empties and moving them all up into the kitchen, literally the first thing I find is his hoodie in that cubby. Right where he <laughs> fucking put it. It's like, well, fuck yeah, he was, yeah, because he was in that corner the whole time when I was down here. I kind of knew he was going to be an issue because he was just too hype. When I came in, he was just too over the top. I'm like, oh, this dude, if he gets some oil in the system, he's probably going to be a problem. <laughs> some uh, oil. And he was like, and he, it's not like he was doing it because he's an asshole. He was just like, for whatever reason, got completely consumed by the fact that he didn't have his hoodie. And it was like the only singular focus he had. And it's like, look, I've been there. I've been that guy like, dude, where's my fucking bag? Like that has my life in it. Like yeah. I, I would, I freaked out like that too. But <laughs> it's like, relax, man. It'll be all right. We'll find it. And it's just a jacket. It, it, if it doesn't have your fucking wallet in it, I don't give a shit. <laughs> eh, why not? But no, that was a, that was a, that was a good, good party. It was fun. I that, partied all day that day, man. Yeah. I ain't partied like that in a long time. It was fun, though. That guy uh, that I work with who is leaving, when you tell that joke about how there's two of them. There's the guy I worked with and like one of your guys' friends, I think. And it's like, you look like the guy that he should have been, that he should have been if he went to college. <laughs> like, it was just like a... <laughs> That's, and it was like spur of the moment, like a quick fucking bang, you know? And it fucking... Dude, they both thought it was hilarious. I saw him today at work. Uh. Dude, he goes... Today sucks, man. Fucking driving around this fucking blows. But you know what's funny, man? I still think about it. That joke that your buddy told me. I was like, <laughs> yeah. He fucking he thoroughly enjoyed that, that, that joke. That shit was funny, though, man. He looked like a clean-up version of the dude you standing right next to. Yeah. <laughs> Who is he talking about now? Uh, fucking Jimmy. And uh, there's another guy. I think maybe one of Michael's friends. I'm not sure. Older guy, kind of. He was a like clean-cut with polo shirt. But they kind of look like... It's like Jimmy was like rocker guy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this is the two sides of the same coin yeah. kind of yeah. thing. That's funny. And they both came in and was standing right next to each other. Uh, oh, hey, look at these motherfuckers. Uh, before and after right here. <laughs> before James's party, after James's party. We should have just shaved fucking Jimmy's head. Yeah. I would have loved to like gone up to him with clippers and just like peeled off part of his beard. See, like that's the type of shit that happened at white people parties. Yeah. That type of shit. Yeah. Nope. Mm-hmm. Not just white people parties, man. Did you ever party with Mexican gang members? Nah, man. Dude, first one to pass out is getting a Sharpie tuxedo. I've seen it like seven or eight times in what? one summer. A Sharpie tuxedo? Fuck, man. Yeah, man. Have you ever seen one of those like happen? Like Everyone's seen pictures of it on the internet, but have you ever seen one take place? No. Dude, these guys would get fucking lit. Like, now, how many hammered Sharpie- ass Okay, drunk. quick question, just, just logistics-wise. Two questions. One. How many Sharpies does it take? It depends on how big the person is and how big the Sharpie is and how new the Sharpie is. Okay, so if it's if they're brand new, pilot five? Well, because uh, we were like... That's a lot. We all it. draw on stuff. Yeah. So we all had a variety of Sharpies. Okay. They Mexicans. You know, they tag and walls and shit. So yeah, they got to be able to draw their tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we had those big old fat chisel tape Sharpies like for construction sites, for like job sites. Yeah. And that's a pretty wide stroke, man. You can get a smaller Mexican kid with one of those in about 20 minutes. <laughs> but then they're like, they kept call it putting, because uh, they were all Serenos. And I don't remember what the female version of that word is, but they would like write that across your forehead. 
And then they would like draw dicks on your face with like hairy nuts and shit. Like they were skilled at it. <laughs> it was crazy. Well, they yeah. cut this one kid's shirt off so they could do his whole chest. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> like they weren't fucking around. Sound like Mexicans ain't shit but spicy white people. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> spicy. <laughs> it's a spicy taco. Uh, all right. So, what are the all right? One of the topics I want to talk about. Who's heard about the Michael Jackson documentary? I heard about because this apparently every other week some documentary is released that just shames the shit out of a black man. <laughs> <laughs> we never did talk about R. Kelly, and I don't really need. It's to, really. It, I, let me say, it's really part not of a that. bigger plan. Nah, it's really not that. It's just a simple fact that those are. Those people are so prolific. White people get shit on a lot too. I gotta play devil advocate here because there's a lot of documentaries that come out about a lot of white historical figures that they just get. They're like, oh, another white man. It's, it just gets passed through. But if it's a black prolific figure like Michael Jackson, nigga, Michael Jackson was probably the biggest star to ever live. Probably, you know. So I, I mean, yeah. If, and then I'll, I'll vouch for that. If Freddie Mercury was still alive today, he'd probably be on that level. But. There's, uh, as far as like I, rock I star know, status, he would have been. No, but, but he Michael, had to go and Michael catch Jackson the was hip. All encompassing, though. Oh, if absolutely, was he, there, cro- he was like one of the first like ones that really crossed the color barrier too. Where Queen? it wasn't no, no Mike. Michael Jackson. I was say, yeah. Like that was the big part for him is that like white people found him not scary, yeah, and black people were like, no, he's legit, yeah. and you're just like, oh fuck, he's like everything you want. And then it wasn't even that. It was just, dude, that dude was worldwide. Like, So what did you, you think? Because uh, I remember, we're all old enough to remember the, when the stories first started dude, hitting that, about the kids thing and dude, the like court cases. Did that, what was, when that happened, where's your head at? Like, do you think that's, yeah, that's possible? Or are you like, ain't no way? I, I believe anything is possible. And I didn't really have a idea about it at the time i'm just like the allegations we'll see what happens you know what i'm saying but i think i i'm, I'm on a, on the same um line as kind of like dave Chappelle when he told his joke about it to where he wasn't you know he was like he was stunting on the kids because if you think about it he never had a childhood his mentality emotionally stopped when he started doing music which was at fuck what five six years old pretty much you know yeah. what i'm saying so he got to a point and any any psychologist will tell you we're all just trying to recreate the best parts of our childhood. He had the money to do that. So he surrounded himself with kids and he was just playing, having a good motherfucking time. I really think that's the thing of people don't think that because it's weird because it's not something that happens or not out in the open like that or on that level to where you can see it. But I mean, yeah, a lot of people are just that's what we're doing. We're just trying to trying to relive the happiest parts of our life. And if you don't get to have that chance, but you have the money to turn your life into that, why the fuck wouldn't you? So and plus, the FBI proved that he it was bullshit. They was paying motherfuckers. Was they was paying motherfuckers to say that he fucked their kid, man. But we live in a time to where you can make a documentary about your opinion. But also, if someone was accusing him of that, you could. You, I mean, you wouldn't go. Oh, he's definitely guilty. You'd be like, well, that kind of. It could make sense. No, nah, I He's feel like people weird. were instantly like, "God, oh, torch him, kill him with fire." At like, the least, that's what I'm saying. Uh, at the least, yeah, people, people like that. Yeah, look, people love heroes, and only thing they love more than heroes is tearing them down. That's valid. So the interesting thing 
for me is I remember this has got to be at least 10 years ago that like Michael Jackson just wanted to be provocative. Yeah. And so like he, you'll remember the story before the kid touching shit was that he lives in a hyperbaric chamber. Do you remember oh, that story? So many stories but, about him that were this mythical shit. Yeah. But oh, that's yeah. stuff that I think he did to keep him. You keep your name at the top. It doesn't matter if it's good or bad. You're still a name that gets mentioned every fucking day because once people start uh, stop saying your name, then you're gone. Yeah. And I th- I feel like that was it. And so I'm, I, you're talking about this documentary like it's the fucking craziest shit in history. But it's like, is this just like a play? Is that I his? forgot who the documentary is about? Michael Jackson. Oh, oh word. <laughs> no, I I don't know. I don't even know what to think about it honestly. Because I mean. I'm not saying it's not possible, but I'm not saying it is possible either. I don't know. Anything is possible. Yeah. With people, anything is possible. Yeah, like it w- I wouldn't put it past them, but yet at the same time, I don't I don't see him as being an aggressive guy like that. Right? It's like, just, he's, he's, he was always too, always seemingly too gentle. Fucking yeah. Joe fucking belted that into him at a young age. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just, I don't see him being aggressive. I mean, he probably thought sex was Icky. Yeah, I mean, he might have like. <laughs> right? I mean, well, do you, you remember know. the fucking kiss, right? I, no. Oh, him and Lisa Marie. Oh, Jesus, Jesus yeah. Christ! You said that it wouldn't last. <laughs> that was the the biggest throw the gay scent off fucking wedding I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Holy shit! Like, I mean, like, it's like you're trying to really prove, like, listen, I like girls, okay? Do you think it <laughs> I, don't, I don't even think it's that he liked or didn't like girls. I don't think he was trying to prove he was gay. I think he was just trying to prove he wasn't into kids. Like, you've got to hear a lot of those accusations. Hell and yeah. if you're legit not fucking a kid, what's the best way to get away from a rumor about not fucking a kid is to fuck a chick. Though, what I find creepier than all that <laughs> shit's for that point. Touche. The one thing I found more creepier than all that was, like, when he died and you'd see random white girls who were like 15 years old in hysterics, like grown adults calling out of work in their 20s who don't even remember Thriller. You know what I mean? Six people committed suicide. What the... And how old were they, though? Probably like real young, probably. I don't know. Which doesn't make sense. Dude, but that's how... I guess it released an album in... Didn't release an album in this millennium. He didn't have to do... Everything he did was a fucking hit. Oh, obviously. Like that motherfucker, everything he did... Was was a hit. That's ridiculous, man. I, I I don't get it. Like people didn't do that when Lennon got fucking killed. John Lennon got killed. Like you figure he wrote half of all the songs for the arguably the greatest songwriting band in history. I I will just to kind of prove that it is possible. Uh, for about a week after Carlin died, I was in a wicked bad funk. I was mega depressed about it. It just depends on the connection you made with that yeah, person, man. It's yeah, a celebrity it's, that you've made a connection with when they die. It's like, it literally, it's almost like someone that you know yeah. died, but not really. That's weird, but yeah. Because, like, I be thinking to myself, like, I don't know how I'm going to respond when my mama died. Because, like, me and my mama tight. That's but different I, than when a but, celebrity But dies, I'm like, no, nah, it's, with me, it's just it's, it's whatever connection you have with that person. You know what I'm saying? Like, anybody outside of me, I, I don't give a fuck about. But, like, just anybody, 
Like I, I view death as just part of the cycle. It is what it is. You go, but I'm saying like I don't know what's gonna happen, but I know like it's gonna. It might hit me. I don't know. I'm thinking it might will. And when my mom like, dies. I'm gonna something. put an addition onto the back half of the house. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, white people and their parents, man. God damn, man. I had to think long and hard if Jesus I actually wanted to put Christ. that on Mike. You had something to say, very Shit, sorry. James? Oh, it wasn't important. I just want to argue that while I love the Beatles, there's no way they are arguably the greatest songwriting band of all time. There's no possible way. Up until Jay-Z, most number ones in history, literally every... There, even somebody that doesn't listen to the Beatles still knows half those songs, and they're fucking great. Like, pop music? I, I dare you to find somebody that was a s stronger creative force than John Lennon and Paul McCartney. Those two together... Between them, every fucking album they put out had like, out of 11 songs, like six of them were number ones, or at least in the top 10. Like, that's unfucking real And they're all fucking great pop songs. Taylor Swift's got the potential, Jay-Z, but you're looking at people that write their own shit. There's not a lot of people that write their own songs and perform them. There really aren't like that's fair enough, but I feel like this is the same. I, I get what you're saying, and it's almost like the six rings argument. R. Kelly does. Uh, <laughs> and he can't even my read. Counterpoint, my counterpoint, though, is at that point in time, musically in history, what was their competition? Rolling Stones, Fucking probably. Elvis. Oh, d songwriting power? Bob Dylan at that time? Are you kidding me? I'm just saying, like, I don't <laughs> think they could do it now. Like, if it was, if it was a brand new start over... Because everyone thought Oasis was going to do it. And then how did that turn yeah, out? Yeah, but then McCartney jumps onto Wings, and Wings has like five number ones. See, I, like, I it ain't a fluke. It isn't just like not... That was in the 70s, which was like the era of the singer-songwriter and like arena rock. I don't like I don't like what people try to do that. So you try to take them out their error. They were the best for their time. You're trying to say they wouldn't be able to do that now. Uh, but I mean, the I'll talent is still there. They would the make the adjustments for, for today to be as great as they were back then. Like they'd be no Nickelback, but <laughs> oh, oh my god! Yeah, but I mean, it's, it is what it is. I mean, people don't know. People do. People don't know how many songs, how much of the R and B songs that R Kelly has written. Dude, R Kelly is writing force. No shit. Like He's a force. fucking him and Neo. Motherfuckers, like, these motherfuckers writing everything. And I'm sorry, when somebody's that good at shit, like, it makes me wonder if the Beatles, like, had, like, some deep, dark side, they but because dude, there was I'm no social you. media, nobody Did knew about it. Did you ever read a Quincy Jones fucking interview? Dude, he fucking buries the Beatles. Does he? Yo, yeah, dude, it's fucking hilarious. Dude, when you, I, I, I think there's some type of connection to, like, being, like, creatively talent and just, like, deviancy. Cause it's like they all got their kinks, and but it's like when with you brilliance comes instability. Yeah, yeah. But when you have that type of money and power, you can act out your kinks. We all have our kinks. We just don't have the ability to push them as far as these people do, to where you have people that's lining up, let, ready to let you do anything to them just because who you are. Uh, yeah, uh, I can't argue that. Yeah, I ding I, that. I just, <laughs> I just think. It's interesting because you have the power to just like almost at will drop a game-changing song. Like some people have had that power over history. And you think about it as like the, the Beatles think, released an album 
on average every 11 months. And it's just like, how many, no- how fast do you have to put out number ones to keep them worrying about your but music and not what you're putting your dick? It's a sound. <laughs> it's a sound, though. It's a sound that you tap into that you know people like. That's what Drake is doing. That's why every Drake song is catchy. It's like, even if you don't like it, you like, I can still, I, 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 it's, it's, I can feel it. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's just the it's sound. It's like the Weezer algorithm. Yeah. Um, I also, but I think what they did, kind of cheating in a way, they stopped touring. That back half of their career, they didn't tour at all. Right. They stopped. Like they, because they, it, it was because it was a problem. Because they had yeah. to teach the new Paul McCartney how to be Paul McCartney. Yeah. That, <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So there, I was talking with Jake, and we decided. Okay. That you have to give us whatever conspiracy theory you have de jour at least 24 hours in advance. Because like, otherwise, you roll in, drop a conspiracy, and then all I can do, because I haven't had time to like examine and explore it, I just completely shit on it and say how it can't possibly be true. And it's not really great for the listener. Okay. And that's as much my fault as it is anybody else's, but it's Fair. like... If you have like, dude, this is the one I'm reading up on this week and just clue us all in, we could do an hours on it. Yeah. Like almost any of them. That's like your okay. fucking, that's well, right uh, in your wheelhouse. Breaking down the fourth wall a little, but I got I'll let you know by Saturday night. Oh, let me, let me ask Bell something right quick. Where do you at? Do you know about the, uh, seven root races? Uh, yeah. Uh, seven. I don't, I don't know what all seven of them are, seven but you know the concept behind it. Yeah. 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 Seven what? Okay. Sorry. I didn't seven hear root races. Root races. Yes. Yeah, this thing called the seven root races. It's funny how I ended up it's, there. I, I like, I, I, I listened to uh, it's what Hitler was looking for here. Are you serious? There yeah, are Hitler s- spent a lot of time looking for those like seven root races, but, but you can't. So maybe we got two different things, but all right, go. No. I took it down because the audio doesn't come through the TV. I have to refigure out how to do that. The seven root races of mankind. There are seven root races or evolutionary cycles through which humanity evolves. Each root race is divided into seven minor cycles called sub races, which are again subdivided into seven branch or family races. These subdivisions are related to the modern concept of races and ethnicities. We are presently in the fifth stage. The Aryan. Which is the Aryans. Yeah. And it, it, it's funny. When you hear Aryan, you think white supremacists, you think Hitler. But it's that same thing where Hitler took the swastika. It used to be a thing, symbol of peace and love. This, and fuck the Aryans. Saying, I forgot what Aryan means, but it doesn't mean it has nothing to do with anything evil. Aryans, the word means noble in Sanskrit. Yeah. Hey, there you go. Aryans were the original Indo-European nomadic tribesmen, a warlike race of horsemen that moved east to India and west into the Near East and Europe. Historians argue that when they got to Europe, they destroyed the peace-loving, earth-wisdom, pagan, matriarchal societies and replaced them with a warlike, sky-god-worshipping, patriarchal societies that we still have today. Okay, so the seven bloodlines of the Aryan, whatever you just said, mm-hmm. uh, Hitler was trying to track all seven of those bloodlines because he believed that only those seven bloodlines were the pure races that were to, to oh, be saved. At so he was trying to get rid of the sub races and trying to find the seven, the root races. Yeah, basically, because uh, he knew that Tibet was considered one of the uh, Aryan root races, mm-hmm. like Tibetan culture, and he went and studied with Tibetan monks before World War II, like after he got out of prison. Yeah. He went uh he was one of the only people to ever to be let in the Great Pyramid of Giza into the meditation. There's only been like four. Like him and Napoleon were two of them. Mm-hmm. 
uh, like he was he was doing his homework because he wanted to know exactly why they were destroying who they were they were destroying. So it goes even deeper than that. <clears throat> so I'm going to do my best to pronounce all these words correctly. There have been on Earth many civilizations of which we know nothing. These races evolved from ethereal. Ethereal. No, it says ethereality to materiality and from the latter back again. Well, that, the first root race was ethereal, and we were just energies. We weren't anything solid. We were energy. Well, it, it's what that particular race. Now, this is the interesting part. Um, and it goes back and forth so that every living organic species of animal and vegetation changes with every new root race. So it's literally like the base DNA yeah. for everything that's alive right now. Yeah. And we're currently in the fifth cycle. The next cycle will be, I think it's asexual, will be asexual and we'll have like, we'll be have like kind of like telepathic, we'll be, we'll be telepathic. And then, like the the final one is like we'll be we'll be able to do everything with our minds. We'll just be a consciousness. It's pretty cool. It's like I, I went through a couple of them. It was they, pretty dope. It seems like they last several thousand years, but it's something. It's like a an i some something that permeates every living creature. Yeah, it's not even like it, it's not just coming from the same DNA. It's not like that. It's more like everything is. Def- dictated by one thing yeah. like there's you can boil it all down to one root and that's the well it, it all it's, it's evolution like one precedes the next because it starts off with energy then the next phase is start we start to harden a little bit we start to get a little bit structure ourselves the next one we're like 80 feet tall or something crazy like that which would explain the pyramids and whatever but um <laughs> i thought that was pretty cool and then it's like then we we come down to size and it's like we have a period to where like we lived with the dinosaur. It's it's pretty it's pretty dope. It's a pretty dope concept to at least kind of check out and look at. But I mean, it has some bases in like reality there to where it's like if you just into that shit, you can believe it. That just blew my mind. What pyramids? People being eighty feet tall. Yeah, because that just a hilarious thought. Because I'm just imagining eighty feet, eighty foot tall people mm-hmm. just. Simply stacking blocks, nothing big. I fucking kids do it all the time. And then they just disappear. And then over time, we find them and think, oh, my God, these are magical. And then, like, they have this little, like, oh, they lived in these little things. And, and, but in reality, back then, it was, like, their kids, like, play area <laughs> or something like right. that. They're building sandcastles. That's the pyramids. <laughs> like, they're so, like, they're so right, fucking hilarious. off with it, you know? That's hilarious. But, I mean, if you think about it, throughout history, there's always been... Um, depictions of titans, yeah. these huge, you know, saying human-like people. They, they were found the skeletons. Where? <laughs> Google it. <laughs> they did because I came across that too. <laughs> they said they did because they range from like they said I think this they range from like sixty to like twenty feet tall, and then eventually we shrunk down size because it's almost as like there's something that's trying to figure out the perfect version of us and it has to go through these cycles to get to the point to where it's like we're just one consciousness or whatever if that's the end of it i didn't really look at the end but i think this says like we'll be just a consciousness we'll be able to like so every one of these shifts that you're talking about it's when the computer generated ai is like all right next version boom <laughs> all right i don't know I, I don't think that has a concept of computer generated AI, ai in that i think it's just whatever it's happening. It's just happening. I, I don't really. I don't know. I don't know. I just read on several races. I don't know the cause of it or like the beginning or whatever. Like what put it into motion. But like I said, I like all concepts, man. It's, it's dope. 
It's cool. But it was written by this crazy woman, the book. Because she wrote this other thing. It was called, she, she created a religion called Theosophy. And that's how I kind of got to her. And she kind of had like, I think she wrote this book. I think it was her. But she, I was researching feminism. And like if you research feminism all the way back to the beginning, it actually has ties to the occult and the mystical. Because there's this idea of the, um, of the divine feminine and the divine masculine. But the divine masculine, for it to be divine, the divine feminine has to make it divine. So it's like the women are like the... So you have to have a partnership. No, it's like they're the, they're the liberators of men. Damn. Did you find these fucking skeletons yet? <laughs> <laughs> so what I found on a website called Gaia... No shit. Is that the mounds that they find in part, portions of this country, those mounds, that they found skeletons up to 10 feet tall. Um, and everybody's Whenever like... Whenever you see good pictures, it's not white people in the pictures, man. Think like Asia, Eastern Europe. Vieira, I guess is the archaeologist, believes that a pre prejudiced narrative was created to discredit, discredit Native Americans or portray them as savages because if they were seen as having built the mounds, it would show them as mathematically and technically advanced. Vieira says that he thinks that the removal of any evidence of the giants might have occurred because they wouldn't fit into the controlled narrative of manifest destiny. Subsequently, many of the mounds were allowed to be destroyed by settlers and farmers as America was colonized, with no regard to the reverence that the natives held for them. And whether the skeletons belonged to a race of giant natives themselves or another race that predated them is unknown, but it is thought that the natives venerated them. Man, the shit you learn. Yeah. But is this learning like... Dude, I believe all knowledge is important. I don't believe that there's anything that we don't need to know. I feel like your job is to to gather as much knowledge as you can and come up with something from that. Oh, I absolutely agree. You fucking take all the information, but it also requires that you have the capacity to look at it critically. Yeah. How does this fit into what I already know? Does this not fit into what I already know? And then you say, why doesn't it fit in? And you have to have people that are willing to be like, because it's fucking psychotic and it literally matches no other empirical data while it exists well, in a bubble. It, but, but if it, we if, have to be no, responsible if you can think it, that sounds very close minded. If you can think it, it, it's data that's supposed to be like, it's not, if you can, if the thought formulates in your head, it's a thought that needs to be thought. I, like I say, everything that's out there, it needs to be known. It needs to be thought. That's how you, like, on a whole nother level, you figure things out. Like, gathering all the information. You had something before. So, basically, what you're saying is it's like everything happens for a reason type of thing? Pretty much. Not yeah. for a reason, but everything happens. Just it, 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 it has a reason for happening. I guess you could say. I don't know. I don't know how to say it. But it's just... So if I'm understanding your what you're saying, and I, I think I very much agree with you, is that if it can be thought, it should be allowed to be expressed. Yeah. And it should be allowed to be <coughs> processed and criticized by those who hear it. Yes? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. 
So that's what I'm saying. I don't think because I don't see how else people could learn. Yeah, like I, someone's got to say something really smart and people got to question it, or someone's got to say something really dumb and someone's got to question it. But someone's got to validate it. I mean, one that's the basis. The that's the basis of science. You create a hypothesis and you you ridicule the hypothesis until you get to this, something. Also, when it comes to ideas, Jordan Peterson said this. This is why this is why I like this guy. He said, listen, in order to be able to have a conversation and learn and do things like that, you have to risk offending the other person. It was during that Kathy Newman interview. He Correct. Looked, he looked at her and said, this is pretty offensive to me. Like, it's uncomfortable. I'm not really, this is not what I want to be doing right now, but I'm doing it. And I'm, you know what I'm saying? But you're offending me, but you shouldn't. That's how things get done, though. You have to break some fucking eggs and make the omelet. But that's a, that's, that's a masculine thing. And we, we're living in, 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 a, in a feminist society. No, 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 no. Hold on. Before we even go down that <laughs> hole, what every person in this room said is that all ideas are subject to peer review. Yeah. Right? Fuck yeah. So when there are people that are not, like, if I tell you, Hamill, yeah. two plus three is one. Okay. All the information that you have in your body says that that is incorrect. However, for whatever reason, I'm able to convince you of that. And you go out into the world with this belief and other people criticize it. You have, there are people that have become so indoctrinated from that initial conversation where I somehow found the words to convince you that two plus three is one, that now you won't listen to Anybody else that tells you that, no, fucker, it's five. What's yeah. wrong with you? And you're like, nope. But that's just a ridiculous person because how can you let this one person convince you of something but would, would not allow anybody else to convince you of otherwise? But that's, the, that's, that's what we experience daily in this country. Yeah, this right. You're right. You're right. We are living in like possibly this, the this most. Is my, this yeah. is what I tell people. I don't have any belief that you can't shake with the proper information if i believe something and you come and you offer me some information i didn't know before i'm going to process that information i'm going to research it and then if you're right i'm gonna come back you're right now i have a changed belief that's why my beliefs aren't static they're ever flowing so when i gather new information because i'm always researching stuff then my beliefs change with that and that's the way knowledge is it changes and that's the way you should be but people be so stuck with believing what they believe and why why is that? Why do people get because every all those same people say that they aren't down with religion because you're believing in a thing that doesn't actually exist when in fact they're also believing in a thing that doesn't actually exist. Are we just as humans or more specifically Americans just like somehow indoctrinated into just blindly believing shit? No, I mean you it, people all over the world do that. It's a protection thing. You know, you anytime you learn something new, you you invite something new into your reality that could potentially happen to you. So you stick with the things you know and you don't go outside that so you don't get hurt by unknown things. This is why George Carlin's probably the best comedian ever to walk the earth. He called this shit like twenty fucking years ago. It was that self esteem movement. That's the fuck. I, mean, I was at the very tail end of that shit where they're like, hey, you're the best. You're going to make it. You got, you know, and you can do no wrong. And yeah, positivity. When in reality, no one's being real with these fucking kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
That's why we have a shortage in like stuff like uh, that sweeping stroke of bullshit missed me by like a year and a half. Yeah, man. I saw the tail end of it, and I and I knew it was horseshit when I was but in dude, it. That was that was part of the feminist wave. That's what we're dealing with today with all the sexual allegations. Don't ask questions; just believe everybody because it's not about figuring out what happened. It's about making everybody feel good. Yeah, exactly. No, and also people. That's why bubbles form. Like on both sides, right and left, like right wingers and shit. They have like the Daily Wire, Fox News, shit like that. Leftist Huff Post and MSNBC and shit. But they don't. You, it's so. There's so few people who will literally be able to watch both things. Some people just can't. Like literally, like you even yeah. bring up Fox News or something. Dude, it's it's throw un- up. Let me tell you, this is what I yeah. do. Whenever I have an idea, I always go and I watch lectures on the opposing, especially when it comes down to race. That shit is uncomfortable as fuck because you find out that. They may say some bullshit, but they got a lot of valid points that you have to to evaluate. Yeah, it's the same reason you read the one star reviews on Amazon. (laughs) Yeah, because you're like, I want to, I want to hear the ones like the bad side. Yeah, like I got to see it. I agree. Sorry. Okay. No, you good. Uh, Speaking of that, uh, one of the things that I'm starting to really kind of hate about comedy right now is kind of it's something like that. It's like when I'm hanging out with people, man. I'm not the kind of guy who's like, yeah, man, do the show, right? fucking murdered man that story is fucking boring i want to hear a story about how you ate a bag of dicks up there and how you survived the event i want to hear a story about how you must got fucking drilled in the head by a drunk heckler that's the stories i want to hear no one's going to admit to that because no one's but no one's doing comedy extreme enough to live those moments oh i'm just saying that that's that's what your beef is man why not they're doing no one's talking about it that that currently doesn't exist because everything is safe they're doing agreement comedy I mean, I, what everybody agrees with, they're writing stuff about that. Yeah, they only write stuff, bad stuff, when people disagree with that on a popular level. But I'll tell a story about a bad gig I had, and I'll even be the asshole in the story, and people get uncomfortable. Like, what, Hamilton? Like, it's like fuck you know, them. That's that. That's their problem. That's weird to me because back home that shit was like you could have hour-long conversations about see, that. This, it was a fun pro- event. Jake, Jake, I don't know fuck, what happened. Jake, fuck <laughs> them. It don't matter. Well, fuck know, them. But it's just this. It don't matter. It, Fuck them. I you know. you can't control the outside I'm world, not. baby. If that's how you operate, operate like that. You see how I move. Yeah. I'm not toning down shit for you motherfuckers. Oh, you no. want to adjust to me. I'm talking like, I'm, I'm not talking what we do on stage. I'm talking like free time, hanging out, talking shit, whatever. Period. That's yeah. the same. I, yeah. Dude, I'm me all the time, Jake. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. I'll be all the time. No, you guys are like exceptions to the rules. That's not what no, I'm talking about. Yeah. It's no exception to the rules. No, I mean, you guys fact. are. They. I'm saying. I, oh, you talking about like, dude? Yeah. Fuck them. You got a lot of bitch made motherfuckers, dude. They ain't gonna never have the balls to uh, say the things they want to say. Because but, the problem is that you have to be intelligent. You have yeah. to be intelligent. You have to know how to say what you want to say. But I want to hear a story from somebody being like, man, Ooh, I did that not, show last fuck night. Them. They ain't going to no. tell you the shit you want to hear. Too. I know, but it's just fun. <laughs> and then, it's a fun For the same reason, they're not going to come after either one of us on a serious level because none of them are confident enough to take us on. Well, I, uh, anyone that is legitimately smart enough and or confident enough to take us on doesn't have a problem with us. Well, see, right. And that, and that's what, as the one person that's not a comic in this room, doesn't yeah. go up on stage because I could never do it. Like, what... The thing that makes me envy comics, and yeah. I, I would always assume that my perspective is that of, of a lot of other people, there is the amount of risk you take by getting onto a stage and standing there with nothing but a microphone is unreal. Yeah. And you have to say things that will make people laugh 
the bravery and ownership of a bad set like most people would never do that nobody so many like 90 percent of the population does not have the self-confidence and like bravery to do what you do because it would shatter them if they got up there and like i'm the funny guy but, and nobody fucking but, laughed but, but you guys thing, don't look at you like fuck nobody laughed i'll try it again it's two levels to it because you can get up there and be a totally different motherfucker so it takes something to get up there. Then it takes something else to be who you are for real. To bear that sad. That's the hardest fucking hurdle to jump in comedy when you first start is figuring out who you are. Yeah. It's the, it's the hardest hurdle. Because when you start oh, out. Oh, you know what I did not understand until like just maybe the last six months? What? Finding your voice isn't figuring out who you are. It's figuring how to make who you are funny. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't get that yeah. until like six months ago. And that's the thing. Because you see, usually a lot of comics, they get on stage and it's like, it's like this woe is me thing. And there's no punchline. And it's like, oh, this is me. I'm just, this is my voice. And I'm like, but it's still got to be funny. Yeah. Like you're entertaining the crowd. You can't just get up there and just like, I'm suicidal. I'm going to jump off a fucking bridge. And like, what, what a fucking punchline. Go to the sl- slam poetry event in the next room. But Man. get the yeah, fuck. Like, I, I can't stand that, Joe. I'm like, dude, I don't, I don't understand why there's so much self-deprecating humor. I'm, nigga, I'm the shit. I'm getting on stage trying to fuck after I get off. <laughs> you gonna love me when I get off that bitch. I ain't talking yeah. about myself. I don't like how it's like you got a lot of guys to where they're funny and they have this 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 humor about how they're fucked up as, as humans, but they never fix it. There is, this goes to a lot of points you've made over the time we've done this show. It's because it's not cool to love yourself as a male right now it's just not like that is true me being I, confident yeah, I in being a male upon. as i shave my it's, face it's, with a gillette razor it's not right, <laughs> it's not popular <laughs> so <laughs> so instead of worrying about funny they want to be popular and so to be popular you have to acknowledge like you have to sort of strip away like i'm not entitled i'm not you know it's like i'm terrible i'm the worst i'm on your level but I, if you're going to do that, to your point, you need to sort of backfill that area with funny. But yeah. I like how you said that. that but, I, yeah, I see what you're saying. The, Definitely. The, the point I'm basically trying to make is about what I, what I said with that thing. It wasn't about stage or anything like that. It was just when I started in New England, right, I had, me and my friends were super tight. Like, I was tight with all of them. Like, tighter than probably just, just as tight as I am with you guys. I was probably even tighter with them. Um. You could tell these stories, and they would tell you, like, guys who had cred in that town would look at you and go, yeah, man, I did that room too. Holy fuck, was that awful. And they would tell a story too, and it would start this conversation. You can get to know each other, and you became closer. I did that shit with so many people in that fucking part of the country. And then I move here, and it's just like you tell those stories, and they look at you like, why are you talking about? Like, dude, everything's awesome. What's wrong? And I'm like, that's not what I'm it's fucking it's a bummer it's well, a fucking bummer first of all you in yeah. a different part of the country <laughs> I like how angry he's getting at it. it's yeah. like nobody knows how to have fucking fun no, let me tell you something about Jake <laughs> yeah. let, me tell you, let me tell you why I love no Jake. one wants to be angry with me right now let me tell you why I love Jake Jake got this old fashioned sense of like loyalty and camaraderie yeah. and, oh, yeah. and just chivalry yeah. I'm with and, him Huh? I'm I'm with them on most of this shit. No, but it makes Jake angry and shit, man. I swear to God, if I ever make it, I'm gonna take Jake with me. He deserved a better life, man. <laughs> he do, he do, cause good motherfuckers deserve good lives, man. It's too many motherfuckers 
evil motherfuckers out here getting money. You gotta give good motherfuckers a laugh. Scenario where Armstrong breaks and Hamill's gone. You mean you were just sitting here like no? <laughs> 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 It'll be the us people, right? <laughs> Hell nah. I'll still live here. Hell nah. He's like, I'm not gonna be able to afford to pay rent somewhere else just because Armstrong's famous. Hell nah. <laughs> the way that uh, what's it? Oh fuck, Kevin. Uh, uh Kevin Hart like brings people up. Like, mm-hmm. You've heard those stories because you got like. Uh, Bobby Kelly, he's like, Bobby Kelly, I will give you $10,000 if you lose 100 pounds. <laughs> and he did it. He kept it off for like an yeah. afternoon. Because but- that, this is what people don't understand. And this is the whole thing about like vilifying people with money. When you're successful, most successful people usually want to bring people up. Because being, being a mentor is a part of being successful. And a lot of those guys, it's just their take. They get to pick who they can, you know what I'm saying? But they're helping somebody. It's not like they're just sitting back. Fuck it. They think they're Scrooge McDuck, man. Like, motherfuckers are swimming around in money. But I'm like, these motherfuckers are actually doing shit, man. But it's like, you know, they villainize people with money because you don't have it. So, Well, most of the rich, like, what is it? The 49 of the 50 richest people in the world are planning to all basically die penniless. Like, Bill like, Gates yeah. is said that he plans to die with just enough money to put him in the ground. Yeah, because right. and, and he only gave his kids, like, fucking $10 million a piece. If that. If that. And Warren that's a, Buffett that's is no- given nothing to anybody. Yeah, that's He's a drop in the bucket. Away. He's yeah. given it to charities and things like that. Jeff Bezos is part of that group. Like, there's, like, that's, like, a weird Illuminati group that they'll be, like, we're the face of the Illuminati, and we're going to give all of our wealth away. And you're, yeah. like, uh, what do you do when the cameras aren't here? <laughs> I got some theories, but we'll discuss that another time after I've given you a proper 48 hour notice. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's kind of funny because, and we should probably take a break here, but there's an interesting headline and article I came across. It's the most ambiguously written article I've ever read. There's like zero specifics in it, but the headline is so catching is the global elite has come to realize that the 70 year old power structure has collapsed. The 70-year-old power structure? Just our current incarnation of it. And it so like we're talking like post World War Two. Hang on, what happened po- seventy years ago? What was seventy years ago? World War Two before, but, and before that was the Great Depression. Yeah, but what was like seventy years ago? Like when uh, World War Two ended? What forty nine? Forty five. Forty five says literally 75. what seventy five years ago? Uh huh. Oh, my brain has so many fucking theories just instantly ramped now that I know the time frame. Why are the baby boomers the wealthiest, like, generation in history? Like, in history, collectively, in any civilization, the American baby boomers, the wealthiest generation ever. Why? And they're all dying off. And something to the tune of $75 trillion is their collective wealth <laughs> is going to go on to their descendants, us, and or the next generation Maybe behind you. us. <laughs> well, we've been over this. <laughs> but you're talking about an un- unruly sure. amount of money. Ungodly. That they, how? Who fucking nailed it so hard? For an, that one generation basically collected all the all the world's wealth in less than a century. I don't have the knowledge. I think this is Bear's thing. 
it's just a. I'm really just spitballing because it's like oh, this is not even where my brain went, man. I'm just trying to figure out like what's so special. They but I think it's just that. it's just a, a combination of the things that that were. It's happening. just a matter of circumstances. Yeah, I think it's just a matter of circumstances that they were able to. Like we lived in a world where, like, once we came out of World War II, like, granted, there was always another like war. You know, there was Korea, there was whatever, there was Vietnam, yada yada yada. But like for the most part, like when in America, if you just like strapped up your boots and you got to it. You could carve out a really solid living for yourself, but you like can't in the middle do that class. Today. Oh, what, of course what, you can't what, do um, that today. What year did we go up the gold standard? Oh, <laughs> before it was after the depression because that was part of like the, <laughs> it was during the Nixon administration that we what? actually pulled the gold. Back. <laughs> Nixon pulled us off the gold standard like seventy one or seventy two. It's a really quick late? Google. Just my phone doesn't work great in the basement. I think it was seventy something. Seventy seventy one. It might have been sixty nine at the very earliest, but I believe it was like seventy one. Because I mean, you think that has to play a factor? Because now, August fifteenth, well, the amount of money they, yeah. could, you know, it was only a, a finite amount of money they could amass at that point. But then, once they did that, then it was just right. Because now, our the value of our money is based only in On relation oil. to other yeah. money. Here's the you thing: know, not even oil, just to other money. It's a that trade, if that goes like down, stock. if the dollar goes, if the fucking dollar fucking inflates like crazy, the whole world's fucked. No, not Pretty anymore much. because I mean, China. No, there's take too many over. options now. Because for the yeah. longest time, Maybe that's why we're like all the wars that we are in right now is because most of those countries were not did not have a centralized bank. But what Hamill's saying was accurate. Until maybe the last fifteen years. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah, because well, that used well to be is like the if the dollar 90s, goes like, down, the entire world economy mm-hmm. goes down. Right now, there it's it, the euro and. Well, I, I I personally think that's what all this 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 um the cryptocurrency is is to prepare in case that breaks down. Now it's it's a digital currency. But that's the see, and that's the thing that doesn't and everybody gets on it is like, well, what is it? Based on there's no government backing it. There's no exactly. Fucking there's no government. There's backing. no That's government backing the U.S. It. dollar. Yeah, <laughs> literally the only thing that gives a dollar bill value is how a bunch of people that are treasury like traders determine its value is to anything else, which is generally based on the strength of the yeah. country it was printed in. Ask a Venezuelan right now. You're right. Holy shit. Like four billion Venezuelan dollars is like a quarter. Yeah, like in US like, currency. Yeah, people became millionaires overnight, but not in a good way. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they, oh I got forty million dollars. I want a loaf of bread. That's gonna be three hundred thousand dollars, please. You know what I mean? That's you're <laughs> fucked. I mean it's done. All right, we let's hit we hit that shit we're, we're fucked. <laughs> anything to plug, gentlemen. I have an open mic every Thursday at Violet's Venue in Wheat Ridge, Colorado. That's a new one. It has a 7.30 list with an 8 o'clock start. Boom. Does it actually start at 8 or sometime around like 8.15? Depends on how high I am and if I'm waiting for people to fill in the room. Fair enough. No, I ain't got shit. Send me nudes. Armstrong Comedy at Gmail. <laughs> Does that actually work, by the way? Your nudes are safe with me. It's worked. <laughs> you have you got nudes from this show? The question is, how do I, don't you know, I do it on all my shows. You know so what? Really know Clay, like, do me a favor. Uh, for the people that send him nudes, like you don't have to show me proof, but just keep like a tally. Uh-huh. If the nudes are based on the listening of this show, just hashtag the nude. You people, we don't have to see the nude. He doesn't have to share the nude. I just want to know if people listening to the show are sending the nudes. 
Oh, yeah, do that. Yeah, I absolutely would love to know if our listeners are down with that because then I'm probably have you just send it to the team email. <laughs> <laughs> nah, your nudes are safe with me. Yeah. I would never, ever show your nudes. And he never has, just to this point. He says no. it all the time. He never has. Anything from you, Hamill? Uh, uh, nothing, really. <laughs> Hamill's got great nudes. Yeah. Send me all of your dudes to <laughs> I've got Give me the loot. Give me the loot. What fucking kind of weird ass hand signal shit do you guys have going on? Oh, that's why I'm here. I heard a beep, 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 and I was like, hey, there's a beep in the thing. I started, I started trying to like not say it. I thought he was having a fucking Jake stroke. Thought, I thought you guys were both having a panic attack. Like, Hamill's over here finger twitching, and James is just dumbfounded looking like, Jake thought they was going to blow his buddy. probe up. Beep, beep. Oh, shit. <laughs> Check my chair. <laughs> you know what's funny, man? That, that, that shit really exists, like... Spies and espionage type oh, shit. Fuck yeah, hell yeah. That shit is real. It's real live spies in this motherfucking world, man. Did you meet a spy? No, I, I just read up on this. Shit, you know what I'm saying? I, no, fair, fair. Just read up on it like real live motherfuckers that's like been undercover for like <laughs> years, and then they get found out of what. I'm like, that's fucking bananas, man. To live that life, shit. To like pretend you're someone you're not for decades potentially. The, for the danger associated with it but like associate your life like you are you're a clean upstanding person that is such a good fucking liar that you can develop an entire like other person that everybody thinks is like shady shit and therefore trustworthy but at the same time, like in the back of your head, you're like, no, I'm a soldier. Like, I, you know, like that's fucked up. That's cool as shit, Joe. I'm just saying as a life, that's 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 some cool. I mean, it'd probably be cool for like a year. I love it as a movie. <laughs> and it, it'd just be like, it'd just be like, that's my life. That's what I do. I'm a, I'm a spy. I bet spies got some good pussy. I'm on some spy pussy now. <laughs> well, like you kind of have to. It's like if you're creating the, the yeah. character. You of probably like, I mean, the I feel like a man. lot of espionage is vaginal. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> that's a uh, Tell me I'm wrong. No, because wow. I feel like that's how you. It's like, oh, you've been with all these chicks. Because you figure guys that you're trying to convince that you're a good, like, trustworthy person. Like when you're with girls. They're going to tell you. They get to see you naked. They get to see your entire being in a different way than like you and I see each other, right? Yeah. But it's like All you, you talk to that girl like, no, I went, through guy, it, though, like... I, I went through his wallet because he done fucked me and left his pants on the fucking floor. And like they know you better. Like that's like a whole different side. You kind of have to be into all the pussy to almost set up who you are to be a spy, I think. 
You can't. Yeah. <laughs> Armstrong's looking at me like, like you've got to sell it hard. Like you cannot leave any fucking blind spots. Because it's not like James Bond just took pussy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that was like, creepy. I'd did. like to think that Sean Connery just pulled pussy. But he like, like in the spy sense, he turned he, his dick was so good. He turned every bad guy's chick against him. For 25 <laughs> movies that now. Is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But oh, in man. reality, it's like, no, I got to fuck all these girls but, because uh, they're going to go and tell, yeah. like, no, he's down with this. Like, yeah. you don't take it. You got to, you kind of give dick. Yeah. That's why that, this, because this, this, trade dick. You, <laughs> to, that's why you fuck them like you love them. You do anything you want then. Because they attach their emotions, right? Say pussy. And they feel it in their soul. That's it. That's what you don't do it to a girl. You don't. If you don't want to deal with her, don't fuck her like you love her. Fuck her like a whore. Okay. All, <laughs> What's all, the difference? Huh? What's the difference? Oh, there's a difference. Like, there's a difference, though. There's a difference. Yeah, but like, how do you describe that to somebody it's like, that doesn't it's like know? Because you, you, you make love. That's 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 fucking like you can like still you, you can still it, get like, into all the like, weird shit you like, want to get into. You just do it with more of a gentle touch <laughs> no, and a loving that, tone. Now that I'm older, I fuck differently. I appreciate pussy more. You like and kiss so, her while you're inside her. Is that the difference? Oh yeah, and look directly into her eyes. Hell yeah. Huh? But uh, I like I didn't used to understand why dudes like fucked in the in porns with like Timbaland's own and, and hats and shit. Now I understand that's fucking like a whore. I bitch, I ain't taking off my Tims for you. Matter of fact, I'm gonna take my pants off and put my Tims back on, bitch. You ain't special. You a whore. I'm gonna fuck my wife I ain't like going a lover. Barefoot in your house. <laughs> yeah. Put their hat on, they cock it inside, they mixtape playing in the back, ain't no loot in that yeah. bitch. I love traction more than you. Shut <laughs> yeah. the fuck up and take this dick. Yeah. <laughs> Some girls that's all they want. If she got consent, fuck her, fuck her like a whore. You got consent, fuck her like a whore. <coughs> that's that's my biggest problem. I, that's I, I do that all the time. What chicks I meet? If if I didn't fuck them, I fuck them like I love them. And here's the thing: is that's why I think a lot of relationships that I had for like about a month and then they stopped. If I would have gave them lame dick or done the what you were saying, that shit would have lasted a night. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I really yeah. put the effort into all of them, and I some of them I should have. Oh not. no, you say that, but some chicks really want to be a whore in a bad way. Yeah. Oh, I know. I'm just. I, you got. You got to work. It's like this. You got to work them into it. It depends. You got to be a, be aware of women. Some chicks will just go full, just whore on you. I feel like that girl that was here that night that was talking to you that worked at the store. Oh. <laughs> you fuck up, full whore, right from the job. Yeah. <laughs> Other girls, you got to work them into it. Yeah. She's a listener, probably. <laughs> probably is. She, she, she Good on like you. She, Good she on seemed you. like she was. She knows herself. So, see the yes or no. Um, <laughs> well, I'm going to change the topic now. No, not at all. I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask a question that leads into something if I needed to. What's up? So, girls developing tits at a young age, you look harder at that, or is it the ass? I don't, I don't like, I don't dig young chicks like that. I yeah, man, I that's see like, it's someone's like, kid because that could be my kid. So here, like, here. I'll, let me, let me, not, let me right. not be that dude. I'll acknowledge it. I'll definitely like if I see a little girl with a big ass, I'm like damn. But I'm not. I, I don't look at it sexually. Yeah. You know, I'm just like that's fucking big ass for yeah. a little girl. I will look at it sexually. Like I like, I, I like whole pussy. Like a bitch with wrinkles and shit. 
I like tits, like like decent size, like big tits on like a like a. You know what I'm saying? Like I hope that's I what I like. Isolate that. Yeah, no, right. <laughs> but, <laughs> I like tits. I like tits. That's my thing, right? So when I see him on a chick who's like 14, it's like at first I'm like, all right, did that? Oh shit! Fuck you! Whoa! Fucking a! But like you know, that Danielle yeah. Brajoli, you know? Oh, the fucking fucking cash me outside oh, girl. Yeah, that chick. Yeah. No, dude, because I look at her, you get. You can you tell can by tell her stature. She's too young. Yeah, her stature is just young. Yeah, it's not. No, nah. I don't like that. No, I nah. like it. Like I didn't get some... hard for Punky Brewster yeah. either. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she I came was... out at eleven on the back end of that. Yeah. Like, holy yeah. shit! Yeah, when she, she hit like... her twenties, you're like, God damn. Yeah, they were like, yeah. they were like carnival big. They were fucking stupid. They don't, you know what I mean? Like it was, it, it went past like the point of no return with that. It was. Have like, you ever enjoyed a pair of those though? A humongous ones, yeah, man. Like ones that are like, like that go past F in the if fucking. You, dude, size. if you get the chance, try it Seriously? just for a night, dude. Right. Change your I, life, I, man. I, it's fun. I, I, I'm glad I don't like young bitches because, like, the last two chicks I fuck with, they've had like 17, 18 year old daughters, and they just be walking around. Like, oh lord, <laughs> but I don't gonna make some yeah. taboo. I don't, yeah. but I, like I said, it's just, it's just like I. Right, it is what it is. I like I'm a like, chick in my age range, man. Uh-huh. I like a chick in my age range. I don't like in that seven year window. Seven year window. That's what's yeah. your seven year window, Hamill? We're, we're talking between thirty at the youngest. I want someone like in their thirties. I'm twenty nine at the fucking earliest. I I, I don't okay. want to be like, so twenty nine to what thirty five? No, to like that. Then I'm I'm thirty seven. I'm thirty seven. So oh, so seven years on either side. On either side, yeah. So like forty four to twenty nine. Yeah, like I date a forty five year old. I date a forty year old. I date a twenty nine year old. I wouldn't matter to me. It ain't that. nothing like a well kept older woman. Yeah, like a, a chick that's like forty five, but her body looks twenty five. It's just oh my god. But like, yeah. that's right. because they have like yeah. a mentality. Yeah, it's and the mentality. An experience, yeah. and when you yeah. get that, I I'm fucking so yeah. with you on this. Yeah, that's that's what like, it is. I think it is that that's experience that comes with just it, there's it, no bullshit. Yeah. There's no like emotion where yeah. there doesn't need to be emotion. Yeah. Like okay, there can be emotion, but it's like somebody that's just like this is sex. This yeah. is fucking and th- we just agree that this is okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. that's refreshing as fuck. I think that is and I think they have a, a new respect for dick too <laughs> at the age. Like oh, as I was saying, like <laughs> just I got a new respect for just sex now. Now that I'm old and shit. Now that you know what I'm saying you don't get random. So you just get boners and shit. You didn't respect them. Like you used to wish them away. Like God damn, my dick hard again. Right. Now that you need a little motivation to get your dick hard, I respect that shit. Take pride in fucking now. Take so the time. The reason I asked about the fucking <laughs> titty thing is there's this story that like blew my mind, and apparently it's a thing, and I never knew about this, Uh-oh. but it's actually an African thing, um, which is breast ironing. So they heat up rocks, like really fucking like painfully hot, okay, and put them on an iron girl's boobs to prevent them from growing at an early Dude, age they, to keep them not attractive to older males. They let me tell you, let me tell you what white motherfuckers did to Africans. Y'all went over there with y'all Bibles, <laughs> took that Puritan bullshit over there, and they they fucked them up sexually. And they do like they do the, the, the um they do the, the 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 mutilation the vaginal mutilation yeah the vaginal circumcision circumcisions so sex doesn't feel good to them so they won't cheat on their fucking husbands that's white people shit one on one that's that Puritan bullshit man that's that that God bullshit they took over there you know motherfucker African motherfuckers walking there with their titties and ass out right yeah that's some bullshit man 
So white man at it again. Isn't that what happened in, was it Uganda when they passed all those fucking like really strict anti-gay laws? Like if you're gay, we'll kill you. Was it Uganda or something? There was like some white preacher dude who like. General butt naked did that? No, that was Liberia. There wasn't that one. It was it, it wasn't that country. This guy would you say general butt naked? That's a real man. That's a guy. <laughs> that's a real guy. What? Yeah. There's a Vice article called General Butt Naked versus the Tupac Army. <laughs> and the reason why they call the Tupac Army is because a, a a shipping container washed ashore in Liberia full of fucking Tupac t-shirts <laughs> and an army of people used those as uniforms. And they were the Tupac Army. <laughs> that is epic. I want to see pictures of that. No, Liberia is in a that Vice documentary is fucking amazing. Joshua so Milton Biahia. Uh, often known by his nom de guerre, General Butt Naked, is a former commander of forces under the wider control of Liberian warlord Roosevelt Johnson. There's your white influence. His name's Roosevelt Johnson. That is amazing. Does he run around butt naked? Blahia, whatever, was known yeah. for his violence and atrocities during the first L- Liberian Civil War, once described as, quote-unquote, the most evil man in the world. <laughs> These fucking dudes were so a- out of their minds. They believed that if they killed a child and tore its heart out while it was still beating and ate it, it gave them superhuman powers. And then they would run into fucking battle completely fucking naked with like a- just an AK and just fucking lay waste. <laughs> is there anything yeah. more frightening than a naked black man running at you with a fucking automatic weapon. Dude, in the Congo, (laughs) you would be like 15 years old and coked out of your mind doing that. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, but if I'm in walking down Colfax and I see that coming up at me, I'm literally jumping Dude, in the gutter. Like I'm calling Colfax, a manhole cover. Like, Colfax nope. is fucking Mulberry Lane compared to fucking the West Point part of fucking of uh, the Monrovia, the capital. Holy fucking shit. Dude, they're like literally living in filth. They're all on heroin. How they got heroin, no idea. No one has a job. You know, but they're but they're very Americanized. Like there's a lot of pictures of Obama everywhere. Like people have Nikes and shit. And it's like dead people will like shit in the ocean and throw their trash in there. And like five feet away they're like washing their kid. Dude, it's like the ghettos of ghettos. It's so fucking got, insane. They got like the shit ocean in it, like somewhere in India. So yeah. it's everybody like this the oh, they're so over overpopulated. They all shit in this river and it's just just human feces just the Ganges. Down. It's the Ganges. Yeah. Dude, it's the Ganges River is going yeah. out of the world, man. Yeah. That's what I tell motherfuckers. I'm like, look, it ain't that bad. Yeah. <laughs> you got it good. <laughs> right? You got it like, good. Have a little perspective. Man, people, no, they ain't got it. They ain't going to, they, it's, it's like everything else. You don't know what you got until it's gone. Go complain, complain, complain until you ain't got it no more. Then you're like, damn, I had it good. Yeah. Fucking. I learned that in fucking world history. It's like one of the few things I learned. Next that class. High school fucking dude. <laughs> fucking. I like how Hamill said two words, but shook his head three distinctly different patterns in like 10 seconds. He's <laughs> like, high school man? No. Because like, okay, the, the, all the all these teachers are fucking striking, right? And why are they striking? Because of pay. Now I don't fair. They don't pay teachers shit. But but well, depends on what you teach in now. Yeah, here's the thing. Like when I was growing up, like they were they were like they were doing well. They all did well. Like they were like upper middle class fucking people. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, and they had like every fucking bank holiday off, 
and fucking a, a week in the winter, a week in this fucking spring, and, and the whole summer off, like, and you're getting paid like forty. I mean, granted, you're you're shape, you're shaping your minds, but like, and also you're the you're at the bottom rung. You're not supposed to make a lot of money. Teachers out it, here making like it, twenty four, twenty eight thousand dollars. I'll ask you this though. Yeah, I'll ask you this. In that, two, that's in two thousand nineteen. Do we need teachers? Yeah, you do. Why? Why, when the the capabilities of your cell phone can teach your child anything, a teacher can teach them. Okay. Ooh, do you want the government answer, or do you want the like conspiracy answer? Give me both of them. Uh, the conspiracy theorist is because school is where they start shaping your mind to like definitely. It's, it's indoctrination. Your, yeah. yeah. Uh, but mostly because parents aren't around to teach their kids. Yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah and, that, and that's what I'm thinking is like the, the reason you still need teachers is because s- some kids, not necessarily all, but some kids need that mentorship. They don't give a fuck about that. They man. need to be given curiosity. I agree. Because but it's don't... curiosity that teaches people. Like yeah. we just talked about this earlier. It's like I want to know about that. So I mm-hmm. went online and found out about it. But that's what we as adults would do is a eight-year-old gonna do that maybe but those that aren't need to sort of be you need to find their creativity a good teacher all they really do it is helping that kid become but a searcher the thing the thing is that no 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 but those teachers don't exist anymore teachers now are just teaching kids not even like they're not teaching kids facts they're not teaching kids what literally happened they're teaching kids how to pass tests but i don't it it, it but do you what we talk about like history and stuff. What they teach does it really matter? What the fuck they teach them? You know, as far as history, it doesn't matter. As long as you're teaching them proper math and proper science, everything else really doesn't. No, they're not I teaching them there. anything they huh? need to know. And I believe uh, you have you should. But have like some I said, you have to history. You because if any anyone that can learn history understands, like I've seen this before, we got to correct this. If no one understands we're, history, we're, we're you're thinking in terms of you got to think in terms of right now. What does society need right now? We don't really do. We get to a point where we don't need people. All we need is ideas to put into a computer. They'll extrapolate that data. So what school, what society does, and schools is part of society. They whatever society needs to run things, they create that. When we needed people to work in factories and stuff like that, they created that. So now they're creating this. This now we're living this this time to where it's like they just need people. To write code, or or service, will be a will be. I think was that you mean you talking about service industry? Will just be a industry industry a country of motherfuckers serving other people, That's because everything are. everything else will be done by anything that can be done by robot. It'll be service to the robot or to make whatever fucking people. Fucking Bezos is the richest man on the planet because of service. Yeah, that's all he's there. He did. He, he didn't make I, any I'm literally stuff. taking a product yeah. from here and putting it there in the service of a customer, mm-hmm. and he's worth a hundred billion dollars. He just did it better than everybody else. On the point of the money, though, um, I think that the real fight is with the administrators, because if you see a pie graph of what teachers get paid versus what, like, like the administrators get paid, Jesus, dude. Like eighty percent of the budget's going to people in fucking cubicles and shit. But they aren't doing anything. That was because you had 50, 60, 70 years of of underhanded 
shit going on and that's what's going on it expands so now with government everything's so big government has always been corrupt but when it expands and everybody want their hand in the pot now you don't know i have enough money to take care of business yeah. they did something in, in chicago twist like dude they have so many of these like these city positions they pay out some ridiculous amount of billions of dollars in salaries and it's literally like janitors just making two hundred forty seven thousand dollars Shit like that. It's it's bullshit. They're made yeah. up positions. So it's like, oh, this is my my son's cousin. Put him in a position. So they create this position. They put him in there. They give him a nice salary. Some motherfuckers get get raising shit over the years, and it, it balloons. And now you got all this shadow government is starting to come out. That these positions has been created, and all this money is going into for somebody's fucking kid. And now you can't. You have enough money to do business. Wow. I think it, there was also because it was a. The teachers have been unionized for a long, long time. Yeah. That became a big problem because you got, it changed. Granted, since most of us left high school, it's changed quite a bit. Yeah. But I know like when I was in high school, it wasn't about being taught for a test. It was like actually about teaching critical thinking History is in fucking important. It's not just science and math, Armstrong. I'm sorry, because if people had been taught history right, we wouldn't be where we are right now in this country and around the world because we're being taught like, oh, no, everybody has to be nice to each That's other. bullshit, man. We're not teaching That's the bullshit. right way that like no, it's wars not. happen. You're going to teach them and they're going to believe what they want to believe anyway because there's people that you teach and they still don't believe it. Yes, but when I when I encounter so many like social justice warriors and shit that like have no understanding that like just before they were born, like things happened that would make it so that you do, wouldn't say they, what you're saying. They do right know now. that they do understand it's irrational. I don't. They think so. they they. It's not factual with them. It's feeling. They don't give a fuck about the facts. They know the facts and they will completely. Look over them right dead in your face and tell you that that's not what it is because it, that doesn't feel right. But the, the like the revisionist that they're teaching is like, oh, no, there wasn't slavery. There were like willing helpers. Like when it gets to that point in your lifetime, you're going to I'd I'd be pissed. I'd be like, no, you own the fact that this country did some reprehensible fucking things. I, it doesn't matter because if they want to do reprehensible, reprehensible things again, they'll make a way to do that. It don't fuck in, in, the, in the grand scheme of things. They don't fucking matter. Humans are going to repeat their same mistakes because it just is what it is. We'll find a way to fuck it up. So will there be slavery again in the sixth Root race, dude. We got slavery right now. It's in yeah. prisons, well, nigga. No, I. We, dude, we've gone. There's down that live road. open slave chart, Mark. Uh, where was Qaddafi before they killed Liberia? Him? Uh, no, uh, Libya. Yeah, there's live o open slave trade right now in Libya. Dude, there's a live shit. open slave trade in this country right now. You, they sell the kids like, <laughs> no, like on the street, like dude, fucking old shit. I, I can go to an auction, a slave auction. Yeah, man. If Look you think you come I'd out alive, do that. Look at this I would do that. Fucking come on, anybody that say they wouldn't go to just say I bought a human, James. That's you're the a liar, <laughs> James. You do it. That just is to, the weirdest. <laughs> That is the weirdest bucket list thing I've ever heard in my life. What you talking about? <laughs> I want to see uh, Brian Johnson with ACDC, and I want to buy a human on the streets of Calcutta. Like, <laughs> Dude, 
<laughs> this shit don't stop. It's all fucked up. It's going to continue to keep going in circles. It don't matter what happens or what we know because people have the same type of thoughts. They just implement them in different ways. It changes shape, changes form, but it's always still the same. I would just, I would buy a slave and I'd, just, I'd never let him go, but I'd keep him just. Did he have to, do he have to be black? It could be, yeah, it could be. Well, the, the fucking, the, you said, yeah, <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he's, saying, yeah. right? he's like, I'm going to let the Asians <laughs> burn, but I'm going to save that black man. <laughs> yeah. I, all I want to do is buy him. Gotta be black. <laughs> if I free a black man, that erases all my white guilt, right? It's like my get out of white guilt free card. <laughs> All I want to do is look at him. The first thing I want to, the only thing I'm going to say to him is, so uh, what do you want to do? That's all I want to do. And just be like, all right, bye. -bye. <laughs> I'd be like, no, tie my shoes. No, I, now you can get out of here. No. <laughs> I'd make him at least do something for me before I, I cut just, him free. James will buy a slave and make him fuck no, him. No, Hamill's making him deal with that fucking bit. Like, yeah, what do you want to do? Just do the bit. That's all I ask. And then you can just... I'll, I'll even drive you to the airport. <laughs> Hamill's just buying people so he can hit his four-person minimum at an open <laughs> mic in Jersey or something. Do you have your passport? <laughs> Did you get your shots? I'm at the slave trade auction. Free comedy show, guys. Free comedy show. Who wants to do a free comedy show? <laughs> I buy me a white dude, and I just send him to the hood and make him call black people niggas. Oh, my God. <laughs> You do the Bruce Willis and Die Hard 3. <laughs> Make him walk around with a sandwich board that says, I hate on it. And just like, oh, you're, I'm going to put you up on 130th Street. Uh, tap everybody over six feet on the show and say, what's up, my nigga? <laughs> the TV version of that is hilarious, by the way. I hate everybody. Yeah. Like, what is that? Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, of course, they can't show the word. You know, Which hood would you take him to? Like Which, yeah, yeah. all of them just like across the I'll take that, I'll take that motherfucker to uh, I'll, take them, I'll take him to Gary, Indiana <laughs> oh man dude nigga I went to Gary I'm like whoa <laughs> I went to Gary and they're like god damn nigga this motherfucker come from Chicago I'm like shit <laughs> what happened here <laughs> alright so I have one story that I thought we could go through and it is, this is from England. England is undergoing something, unsurprisingly, of a sexual de-revolution mm -hmm. um, in ways to combat negative relationships. And so there are now 10 things that you are technically illegal oh, to do yeah. in England and I'm, we can spend as much time as we want, but um, sharing sexually explicit images of a partner is now a felony. That's a felony? All right. So, wait, 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 wait. Define sharing explicit. Like, okay. If I show you, if my girlfriend yeah. sends me a tasteful nude. And you show it to me. That's a te felony? Technically, that's a felony. Granted, that would require okay, that I call you up. That's it being a felony of her sending it to me. No, like, she can send it to like, you, but you can't it show it to anybody. No, yeah. I'm all right with that. I wouldn't show you my nudes anyways. Okay, so we're good with that one. I'm not good with it. This I'm is, not this, saying anything a, is good harsh. as a felony. I mean, this thing, whenever you, whenever you make a law, there's always ways to twist and bend it. So, whatever. What is that, like an anti-revenge porn matter or Probably. something? Probably. And I'm look, I'm good with that. Like, Well, like, if, if they're saying you can't use it maliciously, then yeah, that's fine. That should, but if no, I show it to my friend, like, hey, look at this shit. That should be like what a that? civil matter, not a criminal matter, in my opinion. Like, oh, these are all criminal now. That's what, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the but problem. But like I say, it's this is what happens. Now, you see how we have like this freeing of stuff? 
and everybody's like, okay, people are getting fucking ridiculous. Now we got to put regulations back in order. So you go back to that traditional thing to where it's like, you do this, 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 and this to keep you from doing all that other shit. And then it'll go back. People will fight against it. And open. It's, it's constant rotation of the same shit. So I should, before I go any further, these are all things that now a partner in a relationship can cite as basically domestic abuse, which is felonious. Yeah. Okay? So this isn't just it's, like isolated. So everything you're saying now falls under the umbrella of domestic abuse. Correct. So a partner could claim the- domestic abuse based on anything that I'm about to tell you. Because we're going to a feminine mindset society. You're going to love this next one. <laughs> Go ahead. Number two, restricting access to finances. Even if they earn more money than you, the law says your partner cannot stop you from accessing cash within the relationship. So you're saying she's not allowed to have her own cash, or she is? She's allowed to to your cash. cash. Yeah. Like, you're not allowed to abuse her in the sense, like, withhold money. Like, no, it's my money. You have your own money. Marriage, though? Within a relationship. So, like, Michael and I, we're not married. We've lived together for 15 years-ish. In this scenario, if she needed access to money and I said no, that's under UK law, that would now be domestic violence. That's crazy. Me withholding, even if it's my money. Fuck that. (laughs) Fuck that all day. Happened in England. How long before it's here? Number three, putting you down. Persistent name calling, mocking, and other forms of insulting behavior are now illegal. Okay. I have a quick question about that one. (laughs) Um, First of all, uh, they're going to paint it like they're always going to show the shithead guy who's going to call his girlfriend like, you stupid fucking bitch or something like that. How about, like, I bet you there's no chick gets fucking arrested for calling her fucking boyfriend like a cocksucker. Like a fucking Yeah, like in public. Idiot. Yeah. That ain't going to happen but with that's them. A great, that's a great point. Like, they do, uh, that, dude, no, I've seen it, that a, a bunch. Not, let me tell you, it's, that's, that's swinging, too, because these girls are getting in trouble. Trust me, as, as, that, as that shit gets more ridiculous, the girls are going to... Girls don't like girls. They're going to start getting in trouble. They're starting to get in trouble now. Look at the girl. You seen the chick, Chris Brown... Was Chris Brown right? Seen all that shit? No. Did you? Did you, this motherfucking girl? Right. So Chris Brown was, I think, Paris got arrested. Girl accused him of rape. So Chris Brown was like, "Okay, I'm finna send them dogs. I'm finna send lawyers at you." So she put a, a post on Instagram saying that this is what happened. She got she, she met him, went back, had sex with him, but when she woke up the next day, she didn't remember if she wanted to have sex with him. So she called the police and accused him of rape. But she made a mistake. <laughs> wow. But he's like, I'm about to shoot the fuck out this motherfucker. And so she she like, I don't I didn't want to be sued, so I released this. So they're gonna start getting in trouble, dude. And the more I see, and dude, let me tell you something. I've been researching a lot of shit on like feminism and stuff, and all this shit about Bill Cosby's case keep like coming across my shit. Dude. <laughs> I don't want to say the man innocent, but they they got him. They they fucked him over. They fucked him. They fucked him over. James. They fucked him over. <laughs> they fucked him over. 
with that whole because the late the one the testimony that got him messed up after the so-called raid this woman was in contact you mean with hannibal him. burris oh no it, it's just it was it was an irrational thing and they they talked they this girl was like examining the case and they went like and they found like the the expert witnesses that was like on her side because this woman after the so-called rape bill cosby she was in contact with him years after that coming to his house giving him gifts going on vacations all sorts of shit right and so this woman testified said oh when you're a victim you'll act you sometimes you'll act like you're not a victim because of the trauma i'm like so how do you decipher that from a person that's lying so you can just say that about anything but you're that's a, i mean the thing is is that we're only now really understanding the effects of trauma on people and what causes trauma. So, like, we didn't even, like, we called soldiers that came back from World War One and World War Two. oh, they got shell-shocked, they done, they're fucked up, and that's, they're done. Like, it's only in the last, in my lifetime, that, like, PTSD comes around and they're like, no, you, we can actually help mend this. this. Like, they got fucked up. So... As a female in a predominantly male world, the amount of impact psychologically that we could put on them without it being measured because most doctors and most of that industry is also male, we're not going to say like, oh, a girl can be fucked up by doing these things. Some of the things in this list to this point, like how much would it fuck with a girl if you're just like, no, you can't. It's a controlling influence. Like you can't have money. You can't have James, any money to go James, buy your fucking gas. Fuck that shit you just said. Because <laughs> if I'm doing something to you you don't like, leave, motherfucker. Go. You don't have to be here. That's the bullshit, man. That's the manipulative part of it. I, and I don't, that look, is bullshit. I, look, I'm not going to argue it's, that it's point. It's trying to make somebody else responsible for you. I absolutely agree with what you're saying. But there is like... The opportunities aren't there, and you're asking for a lot of bravery and strength from people that it's not in their psyche to be there. When you think about how much power Get the it fuck out of here, James. See, this is that bullshit. No. To where you're it's saying just, that women don't have the capacity to be brave, to, to, to do what the fuck it needs no, to be I'm done? No, I'm saying humans don't have the capacity do. to be brave. Yes, it, they do. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. But you, have, you cannot say... That because something happens to somebody, they're going to act like it nothing happened to them because you have to have a guideline of justice because that means you can use that for anybody that any type of trauma has happened to. So why didn't the slaves just leave? You didn't like fucking sitting here picking cotton. You should have just left. Motherfucker, I should get him and beat your motherfucking ass you and try to make should. that equation. But it is. This, we talk about a relationship in 2019. You don't have to be here. Motherfucker, we talk about motherfuckers. That, that is a really here. wild fucking jump. No, it's, psych it's psychological man. abuse and control. You don't have to stay. You can leave. What? Then why does it still pervade today? Because women are fucking goofy. That's why. They fucking goofy and now they know they goofy and now they want to make men responsible for their fucking goofiness. Ooh, I can see that if you can make someone else responsible for it. Because women women are master manipulators. They manipulate what they want in society because they don't have the physicality to take it. So they have to manipulate the surrounding society so they can get what they want. And they're character assassinators. 
That's why when they get into it with these men, they release all this shit they got on anything you've ever told a woman, and you if she is mad at you, she just wants to kill your per, your your persona. She's going all that shit gonna come out, all the bedroom talk, everything. Yep. Because that's how they assess it. They can't fight you physically on average, so they're gonna assassinate your character to make you unappealing to any other mates. I'm telling you, it's a it's a fucking nature, but nobody knows that shit. And we go and we 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 create this society to where we protected them because it was a, a natural instinct. Because if you have a society to where it's one man and twelve women, that society will go on. But if you have twelve men, one woman, that society will die out. So you had to protect the women like that. But we're in a totally different society in 2019 to where that's not the motherfucking case. So the, the bullshit these women do need to be brought to motherfucking light and need to be treated like regular people and not motherfucking kids that can't be responsible for their own bullshit that's where like the drinking and saying like oh i was drunk you know like i had a beer or two and that that's technically rape now well because i can't control like what my like you, someone's like fall down wasted that's different but i'm talking like you had a few like you're feeling kind of buzzed and you go oh, fuck, fuck a guy you can't turn around because then then that that same mentality can be beat well drunk driving's now can't be legal because i didn't know what i was doing i was drunk it's not my fault you know, and that's how irrational it's yeah. going to get. It's already getting there to where they motherfuckers will ignore everything. You're, you're opening the weirdest Pandora's box ever. Ex exactly, and you're doing it yeah. to a creature that they're they're manipulators. And if you give them the ability to manipulate all of society, which they're trying to do through social media, it's going to be catastrophe because there's no logic in it. It's all emotional based. That's why when something comes out, there's no thinking to it. It's a it's a, a, a logic. It's a it's an emotional response, and it's, it makes no sense. No one's thinking about anything. It's just I've seen this. It, that's why all the all the articles have trigger words in them because they know they're going to react emotionally, and then they're just going to run off of that. They're not even going to read the fucking article. No one even reads articles anymore. They read the fucking headline. They get triggered off that and run off. A lot of times I got to go click on articles. Articles 20 years old. Articles from a satire site. It's not even real. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I got a perfect example. What's uh, uh, Barb Weiss, I think her name is. Barbie Weiss uh, or something like that. She's a reporter for the fucking New York Times, right? Mm -hmm. This is a reporter for the New York Times who writes about political shit. So she should know what the hell she's talking about. And should should I know I'm saying like with that position comes fact of knowledge of what the fuck is going on so they're talking about Gabbard that chick that I'm really fond of for president that one Tulsi Gabbard okay here's the thing do you want to bang her was Not she the we, one that got shot no you're thinking of uh, uh, the other the Arizona congresswoman yeah, 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 that's a different okay. person no I just do really want to bang I, her no, no no okay I just dig her because she seems like like she was on Rogan which is fucking weird but she seems like a person who can get shit done. I know you don't mean that, whatever. But I'm just saying, like, she knows how to, like, everyone talks about Cortez being like, oh, master of social media. Well, I mean, go do that. That's hard, man. That's three hours of talking. Your, your bullshit's going to unravel after that long. You know what I'm saying? It's going to, if there is any. But the point I'm trying to make is that, well, that other reporter was on uh, fucking Rogan. She talked about her being like, oh, like, she was a part of this uh, gay conversion therapy thing, right? Which is true, but not the whole truth. Yes, she was. Her father was, right? She was very anti-gay. And then before Clinton and Obama even changed her mind about that shit, she changed her mind about that shit. But she also stuck to her fucking story where she has a 100% rating from the Human Rights Council, which is like the biggest gay advocate fucking lobby in the fucking country. Right now has a 100% rating. I know who you're talking about yeah. because I did read a story about her where she's just like, 
okay, I believed this yeah. 15 years ago, but Not I anymore. learned and I changed, but you're still somehow holding me to what I said 15 years ago, which is literally the problem we have right now is because because yeah. of social media, everything that I thought yeah. 15 years ago the, is recorded yeah. somewhere but the, and somebody can find it. And it's like, are you assuming that I didn't learn anything in that time, that society didn't change, was, that I didn't yeah. like... It was just the, irrational. It was just the fucking arrogance of this lady, though. That's what pissed me off the most because I'm like, it wasn't like she was like, I think I heard that. It was like a, she sucks. I don't really like her. Here's why. Oh my god. And I'm of, like, of, of I'm, course they're arrogant. When you can say what the fuck you want to say, yeah. and nobody's challenging you because everybody's afraid. Yeah. Why not the fuck be arrogant? But why then, not say what the fuck you want to say? People should challenge that then. You people should you do a lot of things. It? I mean, I don't have the footing for it. I mean, who the no, fuck am I to dude, go get Dude, they going to yeah. eat your motherfucking ass alive. Because yeah. you're just trying to do the right thing, but they don't give a fuck. It's not rational, man. I'm telling you. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Tell you. Fucking and girl. And she's, she's, she's also a peacenik. She was a fucking, she's a veteran, but she just hates war. I was not even, any, I wasn't the fucking do with I'm it. I'm sorry. Any veteran that's seen war... Yeah, she's like that, three, yeah, she's like three tours. Like loves war and thinks it's a great thing. Yeah. I have to question them. Those people are the those are lifers. Those are your special forces operators. Like it's just like this is what I this is yeah. how I get off. But I, I think I think for the large part, everybody I've met that's seen like actual for lack of a better term, mortal combat. I've been usually combat. comes back and says I like I don't I don't want to do that. I was in Iraq in two thousand thirteen, man. I mean two thousand three, two thousand five. Right. You know that, right? You want to go back and yeah. do that? No. But I understand the, I understand the need for it. Do you, then what's the need? What's the need okay, for war? Let me, let me break this down to you. L okay. okay. Let, let that, me, uh, let, before you answer, let me ask the question slightly differently. What is the need for you as an American to be in Iraq at war? Let me tell you why. Because regardless of what it, and no one's going to go with me on this. Veterans, maybe. Regardless of whatever reason we were over there for. It was in the benefit of the country I live in. So, regardless of whatever reason they say, it's it it's, it's serving some benefit to the country. So ultimately, I'm taking care of my country. If you think of it in terms like that, so now it may be some felonious bullshit on some <laughs> political level, but ultimately, if we don't have soldiers that's willing to fight for this country, they'll come here and take what we have. I agree with that. Yeah, I totally. Right. I, that's yeah. I, I won't. I'm not gonna argue that point. But I'm. So when you are there, you, your belief is altruistic. It's I am here for a cause greater well, I than myself. I didn't have that thought then. It was just for no, me but, to get away from it. But, but when now you look back that I on it, because I I used to because and this is a testament to like how you change. Because I once I start to learn about things that you know say went on, I got mad. I'm like it's some bullshit. Woo. -woo. But now that I have a better understanding of human nature and the, the the world we live in, I'm like, okay, well, this now. You see what I'm saying? So I went through that phase of I'm just doing it to for for a means to an end. Then I'm like, oh, this is some bullshit. Then I'm like, I okay, this now. I, I, I on this level, I get it. That's fair. I yeah. mean. I'm not somebody that can relate or would assume that I can tell how that should be relayed. I'm just. I think my question is is and you you answered it is really like you, when you're there your head is in a in a noble place. Yeah. 
It's not but you because you go and you have stock invested in it because you, you you create a bond with the people you with. So it's you're in protection. Is it them. more about yeah. the people you're with or the the reason you're told to be there? Let me ask that question. Oh, uh, I think it's both. I mean, because you you develop that friendship, so of course you want your friends to come back home alive. Right. So I mean, that's the while you're there. Yeah, the primary thing is to come back alive, but the overall mission is to whatever you're sent there for. Okay. But that's you know. fair. I'm not gonna discredit any of those. I I think that for me personally, in that scenario, I probably agree with the point that. If it if I was there with my people, yeah, like I'm doing it for them. Yeah. I'm here to keep y'all alive, just yeah. like you're here to keep me alive. I mean, I don't that's give the a thing. Shit that's why, why I'm there. That's why you have sections and you have a chief, you know, that's supposed to be a good leader because you build that. You you when you get there, the section you go to, those are your guys. Those become your guys. Right. Y'all may fight, but the, you know, what I'm saying overall, y'all protect each other. So there's. Well, I, not now, but there used to be that kind of nobility to it, you know. But like I say, they're going to a smart army now, <laughs> so it's it's not about. Thanks, Obama. Yeah, motherfuckers. <laughs> he wanted a rob robotized army. I'll happen. Fucking anime fucking addressed this shit like 35 fucking years ago with Gundam Wing Dude, where they were like a mechanized army is a terrible idea because if yeah. there's no human cost there's no reason to stop the war all we gotta do is sit you just can have perpetual sit these people down who make all these decisions and make them watch the Terminator trilogy like see this is where we're going None man I don't care no, <laughs> fuck, man. I know we'll just show them that just, I don't know maybe that will help you think that's where we're gonna end up oh fuck yeah oh yeah we're fucking with robots too much. It's it's not it's not okay. Well, we're we, gonna phase ourselves out on accident because of laziness. Per, this robots is, this is, aren't what you need to be afraid of. It's artificial intelligence. Same thing. But, but this I is, personally think we're the artificial intelligence we're trying to create. Because if you look at us, we're just organic computers. We're, our brains are just yeah. Hitchhiker's Guide just, to the Galaxy covered that fucking yeah. like forty years ago when That's they were just like all Earth is is a giant computer. It's an organic biological computer. And what I think it was Bear said on a previous episode, it's like if we're living in a simulation, everything that we have imagined in a fictional way has oddly happened. Yeah, well, I said that about movies. Everything that right. we've had in movies 40, 50 years ago, we have those things now. We have the ability to do whatever our brain can con come up with yeah because That's there's there's weird to think there's about. no new thoughts we just have to get to that thought we we create it in fantasy in our minds we put it in movies but that's just the 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 premonition of what will eventually be so i mean that's just well, it constantly plenty, happens there's plenty of new thoughts like every no. day yeah absolutely no, and no. It's because every every thought is just a combination of other things pieced together it creates something new but it's ultimately just pieces of other things like there was only so many original thoughts, and from everything else, those everything bloomed from that. You're saying there's a finite number of original thoughts? Yeah, and everything else is just a combination of, of those things. I don't know. Have you seen Hollywood's movies yet? I mean... Man, that makes sense. I got a point. That does make sense. Because every, like, every story divide, like there's a like a root to like like uh, that movie, Ten Things I Hate About You, is actually a Shakespeare play. That's okay. what I'm saying. Yeah. Dude, so, you, like, yeah. You, you start listening to music, you start... Yeah. Dude, Every the cycle of movies, you go back in some movies, they'll take the same name. 
So you know those movies are connected, but that they just taking it from something else. It's yeah. just a movie that they seen or a play or a story they they read, and then they're making it from that. But it's like nothing really new. It's just a combination of other shit. Yeah, or that they're just like, oh, let's do Ghostbusters with all women, or let's do. You know, what I'm saying like they do that shit. Because yeah. even with like a lot of these, just the stuff you th- you see and you think is new, nope. They're just old ass books yeah. that people didn't forget about, or old ass um, stuff from the Bibles. They take a lot of shit from biblical shit. From it's it's just it's all recreated shit constantly over and over again, and it just pops back up. Now the '60s and shit is coming back around. All this flamboyant color, real feminine attire for men, it's just coming back around. Well, but I mean that's just that's human nature. That's not like original thought. Like original now, thought is that and, human and, nature, or is that just cyclical behavior by the AI running the system? <laughs> well, shit. In in like the uh, so the seven root races, they were saying like we're the same people over and over and over again. We just change with whatever root race that is, but it's the same finite amount of people. That are born from it, and they're allowed to exist for so long. But and, it's the same thing. And it, and because uh, I did read through that while everybody's talking, it's usually separated by certain, like astrological or <coughs> geological events. So, like mass extinctions, and or the the most recent one was right before it was like three thousand BCE. So we're like five thousand so years. The Ice Age. No, it's well after that. This is like when Greece, Rome started to come up, ancient Egyptians. That was like that period. And we're still in that same yeah. epoch, according to the root races. It's but a, that's what allows the next race to usher in is a massive extinction. Correct. Where everything kind of goes sideways and everything about your daily life changes as a result. Like, not like, oh, okay. The weather's different. Like, okay, I woke up today and I'm going to live in a hovel. I had a house yesterday, but it's all gone. We're down to square one. Like, that's what changes it. And the whole, like, a general mentality shift happens. And if you really think about the the idea of the sub-races, it's really just the mixing of the the root races. You start to intermingle those people. And if you look in society now, you see all of these different types of people. They're mixing with people that have never been... Mixed before you motherfucking got Puerto Ricans mixing with Mandarin and shit like that. Motherfuckers that never had access to one another constantly mixing. You're going to create a whole different type of person. That And also, when you start to mix people from two different geological, geological backgrounds, they're also more resistant to different things. So you're essentially creating superhumans as you go along. And you start to procreate with all these different people because everyone's strong and resistant to certain things. Then the offspring gets both of those. Keep going. Oh, that's that's why mixed race mixed race chicks are hot, right? <laughs> and they seem to be just me be more athletically inclined. What I'm starting to really realize. You like a swole chick or what? Do I like swole chicks? Yeah. I don't like them. I fuck. Them. I like I like tone chicks. I'd fuck one, but I wouldn't. That is the best answer I've ever heard. No, I don't like them. I just fuck them. I don't, I don't know. I, I would like the experience of fucking a, a muscular chick, but I, that wouldn't be my pre- that's not my preference. I like I I do like like um what do you call it? What's that shit? Uh, what's the shit? What's the workout that the white people be doing? Zumba? No. <laughs> that was well, CrossFit. Not. CrossFit. I like okay. the CrossFit chicks. I like CrossFit bodies. I do like those. Cause it's like it's muscular, but it's not 
big and bulky just muscular. super toned. Yeah, it's super duper toned. I like that. I like that. Because I, I like I like a runner. I, person, my favorite is runner's body. Real small up top, real petite arms, real petite waist, and big hips and big ass. Little, no titties. I like little titties. Said no one ever. I have no problem with big titties, <laughs> but I prefer smaller titties. I like ass. I like ass and hips. That's all I need. And small waist. Do we want to finish out the ten things that are now legal? Or I mean, we're at the we're at the wire. We can we can tap out. Well, give us a good one. What's like the what's like what's the best one? I I got I got to cut out in a second. Well, my my favorite one is it's now illegal to be extremely jealous. Oh fuck that shit. Honestly. I kind of like that because that's a lot of women going to jail on yeah, some yeah, bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. Per- persistent yeah. accusation of cheating because- and quote unquote extreme jealousy, including per possessiveness and ridiculous accusations of cheating, are all covered under this Dude. law. Yeah, the only I reason feel like why that helps eliminate a lot of that bullshit about wanting access to my checking account all of a sudden. The only reason why women don't get in trouble for the shit they do is because men don't report it. But if you, there are 14 seasons of Snapped. <laughs> you got women locked up where you get these ridiculous fucking women. And it's, I actually watched this lady. She's, a, she's this lady that she breaks down like women in like, uh, like court cases and stuff. Oh, it's so crazy. So where it's like the way how women react to those type of stressors. They'll just complete in their mind. They'll change the story. And we just ride that out. It was this one woman. She she ordered a hit on her husband, right? She was fucking some thug dude. So she went to him and said, hey, I want you to kill my husband. He's like, no, nah, I ain't killing your husband. She was like, well, put me in contact with somebody that will kill him for me. And so the dude went to the police and was like, hey, I know I'm fucking this dude's wife. <laughs> but if y'all don't do something, he going to die. She's serious. So they set him up with an undercover cop. Had a go. She told this motherfucker, I want him 5,000% dead, right? So then they actually went through the whole act because this she could have just bailed out and said, oh, I was just playing. So they had to go through the whole thing, act like he got, he got killed and everything, called her to the scene of the crime. She, oh, my God, fell out. Had all the emotions touched, right? Then they arrested her ass, took it to the precinct and had it in the room, showed her the camera of herself ordering the hit. And then the, he, they showed the dude. <clears throat> dude came there, was in the doorway, and the girl was like, this, this isn't a lie. This is a lie. I didn't do that. He was like, but I see the fucking video. She's like, I know, but that's not what I meant. Literally was just tripping. But she really believed that shit. But that's how motherfucking crazy and goofy women are. But you know, whatever. They got pussy, so they can stay. <laughs> they, can st- <laughs> they can stay. Meanwhile, men just stand up, make a siloquid, and then drink poison and die in court. <laughs> and I don't talk bad about women. I just understand that women have a nature. And once you understand women's nature and you understand how women are, you can better deal with them. You won't get in trouble with fucking with them. I don't have a problem with women. I know how to deal with women. So I actually like being around women because I don't take their motherfucking bullshit. I call them out. Because if we, we want pussy, so we end up doing whatever the fuck they want. And we end up just being fucking just harbingers of their emotions and shit and we become slaves to that shit because you think you're going to get some pussy and they just using you and then they're going to toss you away and then you're going to be mad. But if you don't take their motherfucking bullshit and you always come from a position of power, you will get the pussy that you want. 
Not the pussy that you need or deserve. <laughs> <laughs> Your neighborhood friendly pussy man. <laughs> <laughs> and we out.